<laughs> this is All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. And who I'm else is here with us today again? I'm Celine. And I am Caitlin. Hello. <laughs> so I didn't get to join in the fun last week because I was out with COVID. So I don't know, Celine and Caitlin, are you guys just permanent guests on the show? You, you Are you our third and fourth um, hosts now on this podcast? How are we feeling? We could be. We totally could be. <laughs> a good um, I'm just trying to figure out how we will logistically plan for people's schedules in the future, but that's fine. We made it work today with very little notice. Yeah, just Wednesday at, what is it, 8.35 precisely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Francesca, let me know that you two are very excited to talk about the promo picks for episode nine, but we first have to get through episode seven review. Do we have to? <laughs> yes, we do. Can we, we tap out? <laughs> Fine. This was um, a Thanksgiving episode, episode seven. Um, what do we think about Gen Q having holiday episodes now? How do we feel about that? Oh, God. You know what's so crazy, though, is like everyone's like talking about holiday episodes because it actually gives them a timeline, and yet their timeline is so fucked up. <laughs> it still doesn't make I sense love, the Halloween episode makes no sense no sense I love holiday episodes but like it's I not- feel like they didn't do <laughs> super well like the Halloween episode you didn't have any of the characters dress up in like cool <laughs> outfits <laughs> everyone was dressed up as themselves so like that was the purpose and then Thanksgiving you just kind of threw everyone into Dana's like for what purpose right I just no I did like this episode more than the Halloween one though absolutely (laughs) the last few episodes were the best out of the six I will say yeah I I'm I'm trying to figure out where I missed it along the way and granted this season I've been paying the least amount of attention to but when did Finley become the main character of the show like she is she is the moment she is the one it happened and I feel like it happened in a kind of a secretive way I wasn't expecting it yeah she really slipped in there as the main character I felt like in season one it was really going to be like Danny because I kind of opened with Danny and Sophie but I think um because Marja sees so much of herself in Finley that she inserted herself to be the main character (laughs) yeah that sounds about right sounds about right um okay so we're gonna go by story Mm -hmm. um so let's start with of course Finley because that's who opens up (laughs) Um, this episode focused a lot on not just Finley's relationship with her mom, which we'll get into, but also her relationship with Carrie and her relationship with Sophie. Mm-hmm. Are they really back? Do we think they're actually back together? Because they really did leave it open-ended. No. No. <laughs> I don't think so either, but just like, why did we have to watch them kiss again? Like they broke up. <laughs> Everyone cheered. Everyone was happy. Yeah. And you still made us watch them kiss for what? Yeah. The what booing at the bar was insane for that. No one was happy. That's so funny. Um, Even the locals are pissed. 
<laughs> I really like Finley and Carrie, though. I think they're a good duo. I think they're a really great duo. I, I think Finley can learn a lot from Carrie, and I think Carrie has the patience to guide Finley. And I, I think because I think Carrie sees, I don't think she sees really herself in Finley, but I think she sees like a lost child. And I yeah. think Carrie might have been a lost child. You know, we do know. No, we have Carrie backstory from season two. So she did have like an interesting childhood. So I think she probably can see why Finley struggles so much. And now she's also an alcoholic. So Finley beat her to that one though. Thanks, Tina. <laughs> I can't believe they blame that on Tina. That's fucking hysterical. <laughs> she's our resident clown. She yeah. is. I don't understand why Carrie treats Finley like her child. Like Finley's supposed to be like a 30 year old like why is she bumping around I know we spoke about this last week but <laughs> why are you just living in like this middle-aged lesbian's house <laughs> like I, said, maybe I'm, I mean we said it last time maybe she's doing the right thing here's something weird we find out this episode that we knew and they alluded to the fact that Finley had mommy issues right but like these are some deep rooted mommy issues she's got going on so it makes a lot of sense her sort of like lost lifestyle where she's always looking for someone to kind of cling on to she's looking for that I think thankfully Carrie is a healthy influence but maybe in the past she's not always like clung on to the healthiest of situations if Soapy hadn't broke up with her they'd still be together and toxic as hell I also think Finley just never had anyone to support her like I don't think any anybody actually like you know I don't, I'm losing the word, but like Carrie's not going to give up on her. And I think everyone else has given up on Finley. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, in life, you just need at least one person not to give up on you to get through the day. Yeah, I think you're right, Francesca. Do um, we know if the mom is in more than one episode? I think this was it. Yeah, I think that was it. So like, why, why bring that up? We already know that she has mommy issues. Why bring her mom into the episode to make an appearance just to like, make it more obvious that she has mommy issues to not then carry out that storyline and make it more than just a surface level thing. And I think that's the biggest issue this season is everything is just so surface level on everyone's storylines. They could have made that a whole story arc. That's the thing that, this, that Jen Q is missing. There's no story arcs. And yeah. I think though, with Finley and the and her mom being there, I think they were trying to show that the, Gen Q is a family and they're there for each other and they're each other's chosen family because they all end up showing up for Finley. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think they wanted to show Finley having like a fine, like a like a big moment of like standing up for herself because she is kind of just, you Fair. know, she's Finley. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pass also shows back up in this scene and um remember when finley and tess hooked up so <laughs> no <laughs> that's like a hundred stories ago right like totally it's wild to me that it even happened actually no way it's like happened. why did it happen they were drunk so <laughs> yeah and lonely <laughs> oh but is tess staying in the bar like is she living in the bar right now she looked like she was awfully cozy in that back room. Well, I would assume because she's drinking again, she yeah. probably is spending a lot of time at the bar to hide the fact that she's drinking. Right. I still don't get why um, Shane moved out of her own house. 
like, I guess because like Shane had somewhere to go and Tess didn't. But yeah. like, why are you sleeping on Alice's couch having like a fucking five sum <laughs> when like you have a house? Like with multiple rooms. Yeah. <laughs> like multi-level. And like I'm sure Tess had a place to live before she was with um Shane. So like the show is so strange. Does Tess <laughs> have any money? Like I know like Tess gets like works at the bar, but like does Shane <laughs> just support her? Well, no one has a job on this show. <laughs> no one has a job. Everyone's unemployed. Except Tina. Except for Tina. Oh, that's six. And Alice. Alice has a job. Alice has a job. Alice has a job. And Sophie works for Alice. So they're the only ones that have a job. Yeah, and that just low-key always has a ton of money, even if she's not working. Yeah. I feel like we talked about that though, Britt, like last like many, 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 many episodes ago. Like how Bet just has is probably like a multimillionaire at this point. Oh yeah. Easily. Yeah. Even though that was also a storyline. Remember in the original series that that was just like bleeding money and they were going broke and get still living their lavish yeah. style. They never were. That that is absolutely impossible. <laughs> the CAC had to buy out her contract. There's no way she was bleeding money. <laughs> um so yeah, like I mentioned before, tested relapse. Oh, yeah, and- I was very upset about Tess relapsing at the bar. Yeah, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's a fucked up storyline. It is. Especially seven episodes, eight episodes in. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going with it? <laughs> and what do you know? Marge sees herself in Finley, and Finley's been the most successful in her sobriety so far. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked because Carrie's been on relapse and so has Tess. Weird. Wow. The other thing I don't understand is like, we still don't have a clear reason as to why Finley became an alcoholic to begin with. Like we know she has the mommy issues. We know she has like the church issues, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But it's just like, you haven't dug deeper than that. Like yeah. we still don't have like valid reasons. And then she came out of rehab and just hasn't had an issue since. Hasn't really spoken about it much. I just, I, where is the depth? That's what I need to know. (laughs) Finley calls Sophie and Sophie comes running with the entire family to Dana's. Why? Honestly, if the show was not the L word, I'd watch a whole show about Sophie's family. (laughs) Yeah. They they deserve their own show. They're funny. They are funny. (laughs) And, um, just kind of going along those same lines, even though we, it's all kind of intertwined because they're all in this episode together. But Maribel, um, Marble, as as Phoebe calls her, um, why does this bitch whine about everything? everything. Like every scene, does she is whining about something? Can you not? Like why are you bitching twenty four seven? They it's make her character so annoying. Yeah, and for what? And they also make her so, like, she has such severe mood swings sometimes. Like, at the very beginning of the episode, I was like, whoa. And then at the end, when she's like, I should have said yes. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> she has two, two personalities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am Micah, though, taking three gummies, walking into Thanksgiving. That I Absolutely. 
100%. You are Brittany. <laughs> I feel like he should have been more high. Like, I would have been on the floor. Like, dead, yeah. not eating, nothing. I would have had to have been, like, carried out. <laughs> yeah. I feel um, like they're trying to put their relationship really, like, front and center. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael... Micah? <laughs> Micah and Marble? Yeah. <laughs> and like, for what? They were, they're like secondary character, or they were treated that way the whole series. And then all of a sudden, it's like their storylines front and center, and like no one cares, unfortunately. Nowhere. If we could, but also, they don't even have enough screen time, in my opinion. I was talking to someone about yeah. this, and they're like, oh, but they give like good representation to, you know, for disabled people and trans people. And I was like, yes, but they don't have enough screen time to even get a point across. I agree. Yeah. Even in season two, we barely had any any of them. And then we missed a whole year. And now mm-hmm. we're back to season three. We're like, we're getting more screen time, but even then, like, we don't care enough about them to care. Like, we yeah. don't know anything about them. So many characters. So. Yeah, too many characters is still the issue. Like, why are there 700 guest stars when you can't even complete a sufficient storyline with the characters you have yeah to get rid of the really good ones <laughs> Gigi and Nat are a prime example of it. think about how different the show would be if they were still on the show right now Body Talk 2.0 Body Talk 2.0 what we wanted yeah that is what we wanted um and so Finley is, uh, you know, having a crisis because her mom is there and talking shit to her face. She's always in a crisis. Always. Um, and of course they opened up Thanksgiving doing an land acknowledgement because that's what everyone does, right? <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I, I just got the hint that that was Marja checking a few more boxes. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Yes. How woke can the show get? Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that. I think it was, I mean, whatever, it's nice, but it felt like yeah. a. Yeah, it felt like a. It should feel organic. Um, and Finley's mom, when they were having all this back and forth, and Finley's going to make amends, uh, at one point says to her, You've embarrassed, embarrassed me your entire life. Awesome. Everyone wants to hear that from their mother on Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, and again, I, I, I agree with you, Caitlin. I feel like, what is the point of bringing this woman in to make all this chaos and then we'll never see her again? Exactly. Like, like, like okay, so Beth's dad is, is was, right? I mean, he rests in peace. Very problematic. <laughs> but like, he, he had a kind of continuing storyline. Yeah. They didn't just bring him in, show he was a homophobe and then kick him off the show. Yeah, and he drove the he drove a like a storyline for Tibet. He drove a storyline for Kit. He drove a storyline for Bet. Like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's why that that storyline has so much more depth to it, mm-hmm. and we actually like care. And it was a good storyline. Um, what was that season two? Yeah. So, the whole ring thing, though, trying to find this ring in this episode, it's it very much was giving me like sitcom vibes, and I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, and I felt like it just like was overdone. Like we all knew the ring wasn't going to be in the mashed potatoes, right? But I will say that whacking the potatoes to enhance the flavors was funny. 
<laughs> no, and I think you're right. I think if there was just a show about Sophie's family, I would watch it. I think, yeah, the so show is shifting so much. Who knows? By season four, if we get one, it might just be about Sophie's family. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty>. <laughs> um, yeah, so they all end up basically telling uh, Finley's mom to kick rocks and group hug. I don't think there's much more that we missed from that from that uh that those their scenes yeah what did that add to finley's character nothing this was a filler episode that nothing nothing moved in this episode all six episodes (laughs) the most suspense in the whole episode was when at the very end when finley and carrie carrie who had a very actually funny line i think when she said that it's not bad. She didn't think it was bad that Sophie and Finley were talking. She just thought it was gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Carrie drops to the ground. Finley's doing CPR. And then we see two seconds later that Carrie lived. I can't stand this. I mean, like, show. <laughs> it's this and also what Showtime just released last night with like Rose Rollins and everything. Like, yeah. they're just announcing literally everything. They're just like, have it. <laughs> Yeah, they're just like, no one else is ruining this for us. We're just putting it out there. It's our information to share. Oh, boy. I feel like they don't think that we would have checked that, but it's like, don't you know us by now? For real. We check everything. Yeah. They don't care about, like, the 500 Twitter stands, diehard Twitter stands anymore. They're just like, the other people won't know this. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, people that tune in every Sunday to watch, they're not going to check so no like they're gonna be so excited well I mean the trailer had shown that Bet and Tina were coming back so like they'll be excited about that we, we didn't talk about Danny what, what what where are we at with Danny and Dre? I'm getting there I just wrapped up one storyline and made my way back up to the top <laughs> no we were talking about the trailer for next week so I didn't know where we were we brought it up. <laughs> what were we talking about well kind of who brought it up not me you did you said Carrie comes back to life two well seconds I was later. just finishing the fact that we had no suspense we all right, could all have right, been a moment right. where we really had to question if Carrie was still alive and then no our immediate answer is there right, honestly I would have thought I would have been like surprised and been like oh my god is she gonna live yeah had they not put it in the promo same thing with Gigi in yeah. episode two like that could have been such a good thing because like we knew Seppi wasn't gonna be really in the rest of the season so that could have been such a good cliffhanger i would have thought she was dead (laughs) that was a big crash Mm -hmm. so like and then you just show her like hanging out at her apartment the the fucking promo like guys who's running your your like promo team i don't know get it together (laughs) please Britt, I'm handing it back over to you. You can continue going story by story. <laughs> uh, so Dre and Danny, they're at Danny's apartment for most of the episode. Um, Dre's trying to get home. Her flight gets canceled. Danny suggests that they just stay in at her apartment. So it's just them like talking about their Thanksgiving memories. And then we're reminded that Danny's mom died and that her dad's in prison. That's like the first mention one of the, yeah like one of the only times it's even been alluded to that danny had this huge like story ending in season two and then forget it forget about it <laughs> remember when she was going to prison yeah <laughs> like she did go to prison like she did get arrested <laughs> from what we know <laughs> so, like 
<laughs> not even mention it. And Gary was her public defender. Is that? Gary <laughs> was her public Actually, Jaylene was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and then I thought that, I thought that Danny would have opened up about Gigi when she was sharing like about her past relationships, but she talks about Roxy. Roxy. Who we were just inter- introduced to two episodes, like what? Who had like? Are we ever going to see Roxy again? <gasps> exactly. Roxy to the Tibet way. I mean, everyone's there. They might as well be. <laughs> and also, like Danny and Gigi dated for like over a year because of the time jump. It's like, <laughs> why wouldn't you talk about that? And then you were. You were crying fucking three episodes ago because you were- Two Roxy. Two Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please make it, make any type of sense, please. We're never going to see Roxy again. Like, every guest star is coming in for, like, one episode. Like, here's a little surface level, little thing for this one episode, and then we're never going to touch on it again. Here's Fletcher. Here's Fletcher. That was the best was one. The only one that made sense. Because she was the only one that made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then Danny makes the decision that they're going to go to Thanksgiving at Dana's, of course. Even though in the beginning of the episode, she said she didn't want to go because of Finley's mom, but whatever. Dana's had tight reservations. How was everyone pulling up to the stable? <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they just had the turkey ready. Oh, that was. Who actually... was cooking the turkey? Was Tess was not cooking this turkey? Where is the kitchen at Dana's? I'm. There's so many questions. <laughs> Listen, this is where the freezer is. I the know. Right. The freezer. Right. <laughs> find it. They're gonna find it. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh yeah, and that was an important piece. Is that Tess did uh, drop a turkey on on Finley's mom. Good did one. they ruin the whole turkey for everyone at the place who I ate the turkey? I have a question. Do you think that was on purpose? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. I think she was like drunk or tipsy and she didn't care. I think she absolutely did it on purpose because she was like, oops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just like. And then what did they eat? Exactly. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that was really it for um, Danny and Dre. There wasn't really much else that went on. As it should be. Yeah, I did Dre was going somewhere at the end of the episode. Who knows where she was off to in, in a cab? So, wait, was she at the dinner? She was well, at the dinner. Dre and Danny. But didn't leave. They didn't thought... leave the. They didn't leave. No, they were all there at the end. Yeah, of but it. at the end of the episode, wasn't Danny giving her a kiss goodbye and she was getting in the car? That's what I just watched. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> You'll remember better than we did. Oh, they get in a car? Okay. I think she sends her away. Like she maybe she's gonna catch that flight. We're never gonna see Dre again. See ya. Bye. (laughs) Even though they're in the next promo. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) We kind of skipped through. We had to see important things. (laughs) I did watch the I watched the promo before the episode. I didn't watch the episode until today. I watched the promo the night it was released. (laughs) We all did. That's all anyone cared about. Then I didn't um, start the episode until like 25 minutes later till I like calmed down. <laughs> one millisecond of that <laughs> <laughs> Um 
and then wrapping up Tessa's storyline, um, this episode, her and Shane, shocking, not doing well. Um, I don't know. She, Tessa's drinking again. Her and Shane are not doing well. She wouldn't, like, you know, spread her mom's ashes at the end of the episode. I did like the I did like the quote that she said. Like I liked what she said, yeah. but the moment was still a bit cheesy to me. Well, the wind was blowing the ashes like right yeah. into her, and I was like, "Oh no!" Can you get a fan blowing behind her to make sure they went in the right direction? Like, come on! Wait, where did she spread the ashes? I totally missed that in the episode. I think she oh, went yeah. up to the top of Dana's and spread them on the off the roof. And they just went right back into her yeah. dress. <laughs> I I saw I yeah, I thought that when it happened. I was not paying attention clearly. The last story of um this episode is of Shane and Angie. And I will just say it for Caitlin. Why is Angie wasting her time on this man? Why am I still seeing this man on my screen? <laughs> Every time I see a man on my screen, I'm like, go away. <laughs> go away. Um, I love their storylines. I feel like they gave it all away in the promo, though. Mm-hmm. All their scenes. They, we've so. seen that. We saw that in, like, the season trailer that she breaks yeah. out the window. I was expecting more. I was a little, like, disappointed by the storyline. Yeah. And I feel like as, like, we would all enjoy more Angie storylines because even though Jordan wasn't in the original series, Angie was in the original series and like mm-hmm. she's Bet and Tina's daughter and we like want to see her life. Like I'd follow her and her queer little friends. Mm-hmm. Gave us a little oh, bit more of that. Mm-hmm. But. I agree. Um, Angie's like inner Bet Porter really came out this episode when she was like, I just want what you and you and Tess have and I just want what my moms have. Like, girl, you are like an infant. <laughs> You are 18. Please settle down. <laughs> well, she also was so excited to be in her hoe phase yeah. like four episodes ago. <laughs> now she's like, I want let my moms have a 25 year fucking relationship, divorce, and marriage. Like, woohoo. 10 and times not- over. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a really good opportunity for Shane to do a callback of some bullshit that they've been through. Like, I've seen your mom throw a chair or a table at your other mom. <laughs> like, <laughs> it kind of work to get where they're at. <laughs> that would see it. Yeah. Missed opportunity for some comedy there. For real. Um yeah, so they're at the the um the shelter, I believe it is, the, the kitchen. Um the guy her boyfriend is there with some other student who he's probably sleeping with. And then she sees his vehicle in the parking garage and she f- threw the first brick. At- <laughs> she threw the first brick, okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like that she convinced her. Yeah. And then like busted the glass even more. Yeah. Loved. Yeah. It was a cute like Uncle Shane moment, I think. Mm. I wish there were more yeah like i'm so sad that this is episode eight and this is like the most that we've gotten of them yeah we really thought season two sucked yeah um this season is worse than the original season three 
Yes. Yeah. Didn't think that was possible, but here we are. Oh. At least the original <laughs> season three had a lot of comedy. This has nothing. This has nothing. All in Maybe flat. Nine and ten will help. So that is nine and ten. Let's go. That nine is for episode ten. seven. So now we'll talk about um Tina and Bet returning in episode eight. Squeals. Gremlin noise. How are we feeling about this? <laughs> very, very excited. I feel like it'll feel like the L word again because it really hasn't felt like it. Yes. Um, I, I mean, whether you love them or not, they're the they're the center of the show. So yeah, they tie everyone's storylines together. They bring everyone together. It's gonna feel good. Feel organic. And bets and glasses. What more could we want? <laughs> they really deprived all of us of seeing Jennifer being that fucking milfy. And I'm never gonna forgive them. She looks so good. This is she what in the gym preparing for season three, and we only got her in four episodes. True. Mm. Laurel, too. They really they did it right with her this this season. I mean, they're yeah, she did her so, so well. They're just not making her look like, I don't know. She looks like Tina. Yeah, exactly. She looks like Tina again. She looks she looks like season three Tina at that. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> I can't because then I'll make that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no she, she was so out of character in season two. And I, I don't That's... know if that was on purpose because she was with Carrie. Right. Um, but it's nice to to have like the real Tina back. Like it feels so nice to watch her and see her like be confident and sexy and not dress like I don't know what the fuck she was wearing last season, but she was incredible <laughs> this that. season. So even the hair, like they got the Tina hair perfect. Yes. Yep. The hair is very, very important. Very blonde. Very, very blonde. blonde good length Ooh. yeah it's all great. got that curl going perfect and i don't again i don't know if it was intentional but i feel like they are both bet and tina are again themselves right like there was a whole side of bet that we did not see when she was with tina that we're seeing again this like mm-hmm. inner joy that we never saw her like reveal it just like wasn't there was that actually intentional i doubt it because i don't think marja gives two fucks about tibet other than the fact that it brings in viewers for a show but here we are it's a jennifer laurel decision yeah and i'm i'm truly convinced that like the the promo shot that we saw of them like in the window is them like stumbling upon some sort of wedding themed thing that's, that's how the that's how the proposal's happening tina I better th- do it i swear I to god that'll be tina's <laughs> fucking idea dang it all bet i swear to god <laughs> gotta be be tina please give her a speech of a lifetime she deserves it (laughs) stop giving them to jennifer even though she's incredible at them give laurel some fucking material other than (laughs) just like being in a scene and having a few lines like she's such a good actor so fucking give her something that's and give us some insight into what happened at their first wedding i'd love to i'd love to hear about that hello (gasps) hello references to like stuff they did the last time oh i'm gonna die yeah because like what what fran said like if they just stumble upon some like wedding things or whatever 
I want them to like reminisce on their first one and then be like, oh, haha, would you want to do that again? Like Tino asked Bet or something like that. And then Bet's like, seriously. And then Tina like goes into this whole thing. Yeah. I would love and cry. I would sob. It's fine. You're going to cry at anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. I'm very scared for this watch party. <laughs> I'm going to be like <laughs> inconsolable. And there, there'll be locals about five feet away from me. Like, who is this bitch? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. I hope that they do that. That it's like kind of casual, but also gives, <clears throat> you know, like a moment afterwards to be like, you know, give her whole thing. Because I mean, we do have like some photos, like we, uh, like we know they're going to be at Angie's school watching whatever presentation she's giving, which is weird. Parents don't normally do that in college, but they're them and they're fucking bizarre. Um, but also like, I feel like there's so much more that we don't see. Like with there, I feel like there really isn't a lot that we know about them in the episode other than the Angie stuff. Yeah. I and agree. we know that that um, Tina and Angie have like a fight, right? Like they duke it out. Mm-hmm. We see that probably happening in the parking lot. And I think this whole like, sorry to bring it up again, the freezer scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it is in this episode because I think all of 10 is literally the wedding. Yeah. yeah, that also means the Carrie sex scene is in nine as well. I mean, it's literally in the synopsis. Oh, it is. I didn't read the synopsis. Yeah, this is what Marge's most proud of. Remember, remember she Instagram posted um, holding the bowling ball. Oh, right. man. oh yeah. I'm sorry, but the holding the that moment, What was so special about it that it was your favorite moment? They weren't even dating yet. Misty was showing her how to bowl. <laughs> Yeah, didn't it? It just connected that she was so proud of the scene. It's she was so proud of that that team name, Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, can't believe so, Can't believe it's not gutter. Come on. <laughs> I mean, good name. <laughs> the fridge scene. Um, <laughs> I mean. Okay, the fridge, freezer, whichever one it is. Um, last place we ever expected Bet and Tina to fuck publicly. Right. I could have taken like Bet's office, Tina's office, literally anywhere. They chose a fridge, fine. Jennifer and Laurel are gonna slay. Um, you saw that behind the scenes photo. Jennifer looks delicious in that purple top. And that, and that means Laurel's wearing that green top and Laurel looks amazing in green. She really does. That's a good follower on her. Ooh, it looks amazing. Yeah, she looks amazing. And Tasha's coming back next episode. So I guess, you know, anything's possible in this show. How do you even think Tasha's coming back? Like, did Alice go find her? I I was thinking about this last night. And I was thinking, because uh, Alice left to go do Thanksgiving with her mom. What if she yeah. runs into Tasha? And she brings her back. And she's like, look who I ran into. Man. <laughs> Someone who doesn't have a wife and three kids already. Yeah, who knows? You know, the storylines are so fucking ridiculous. It can be anything <laughs> at this point. At this point, it could be Tasha and Alice's wedding. No. Honestly. Remember when I said that I thought Angie was going to be pregnant and that's what she <laughs> And we thought that was the most ridiculous like, prediction. <laughs> I still think it's possible. It could be a clip okay. possible. If she's pre- oh my god, <laughs> oh 
by a man. Come on. And not by a man. Not by, by a, a woman. Yes. No. Based <laughs> it. Like her mom's. She wanted to be like her mom's. <laughs> well, I think we've said all we needed to say, and we have like I don't know forty seconds left here. So, if we want to just wrap it all up. Let's do it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Next week we're gonna have a lot more to say. Episode yeah. nine and ten here to save season three. Absolutely. So this is <clears throat> all things podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. I'm Celine. And I'm Caitlin. And we'll see you uh, next time.